Welcome to the Chick Show. Wait, the what? The Chick Show. Chick. Yes. Okay, because it sounded like you said something else. No, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, well, I'm Leanne. And I am Grace. Grab your favorite beverage and join our talks. Yay! Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Chick Show. My name is Leanne David, and I am hosting solo today. I want to start off by just apologizing first for my voice. <laughs> the winter bug has finally found me. I feel like everybody around me has been so sick. There's been COVID, there's been strep. I've heard of flu A, flu B, all the things. And I'm excited to say that the doctor has ruled all of those things out, but I've been sick for about eight days with a sore throat and a pounding headache and so congested and my voice goes in and out. So we're going to make this a short episode today, (laughs) but also just forgive my voice. And I know that many of you are going through the exact same thing, or you have kiddos that are sick. And so I am just wishing blessings upon us and that these viruses just go the heck away because I know nobody has time for that. (laughs) What I want to talk to you about today is just a continuation of our conversation about goal setting. Two episodes ago, Grace and I did an episode on goal setting and how not to do vision boards, goal posters, action boards, whatever you want to call them. And I hope that you've taken the time to make yours for this year. If you haven't, I don't want you to think, oh my gosh, it's too late. You know, you don't have to make your goal poster on January 1st for it to be effective. So if you haven't made yours yet, or if you don't have yours right where you want it yet, and you feel like it's not quite good enough, keep going. They can be ever evolving, ever changing, but what they can't be is non-existent. If you do not have a vision for where you are going, you will not know where you're going to end up, but I can assure you that where you end up is not where you planned to be. So if you haven't done that already, or you feel like you need some guidance on goal posters, or maybe you feel like they're a little hokey and stupid, or maybe you've done one before and it didn't work, I really want to encourage you to go back to episodes and listen, because I think you'll find that the way that we teach you to do goal posters is really simple and easy and maybe a little bit non-traditional or unconventional from other ways you may have been taught. So one of the things I shared is that after I make my goal poster, I put a copy of it on the inside cover of my date book. And that's because it's so important to look at it every day. And again, we talk about the science behind that and why that's important two episodes back. But I do have my gold poster on the inside cover of my date book because I always have my date book with me and it's really easy for me to grab it and review my goals before I go to bed every night. Now, here's the thing. It's really easy to get excited about your goals when you first set them right? Nobody's more hopeful than a person on January 1st. But what happens on January 2nd, January 7th? What happens on January 22nd, right? There's so many people that probably set goals for the new year to lose weight and they joined a gym and the gyms are already empty. So what does that tell us? People are very prone to forgetting about their goals and their hopes and their dreams within days of setting them. And so there are 10 different stages 
of goal setting. And so I'm just going to rattle them off to you really quickly. And I want you to first be aware of which stage you're currently in. So think of this as like, you know, when you go to the mall and you're trying to find a store and you go to the big mall map and the first thing you look for is the, you are here. So it's showing you physically where you are on the map and you can't get to the store that you're trying to find until you know where you currently are, right? So you can't get to your goal unless you're always aware of where you are in the goal setting process. So the first one, it's excitement. This is the January 1st. This is the I can do anything. You're really excited about your goal. You see it so clearly. You're you're fired up about it. And then you move into stage two where you're making plans. You know what the goal is. You're starting to iron out the nitty gritty of how it's going to get done. You've decided those action steps. Step number three of goal setting is where you've started, like you've set your start date. You know, this is the, you feel gross and bloated on Saturday night and you're like, Monday is it. Monday morning, I'm going to start, right? Like I'm going to do this. I'm going to start. Number four is the shaky beginning. So maybe you've set a goal. We've had our start date. You know, you, you picked out your Monday You don't have to start on a Monday, but we always start on a Monday. You've picked out your day that you're going to start. You went gung-ho and things maybe didn't go exactly how you thought. Maybe you had a sales goal for your business. You reached out to your first couple of people and you didn't get the response that you were expecting to get. Or maybe your numbers aren't working out the way that you thought they were going to. Step number five, stage number five is you can see it happening. You know, you push through that first hurdle. You're still working off of excitement and adrenaline and enthusiasm. And so you're kind of starting to see progress. And then we start moving into stage six. And stage six is, you know what? Like, this is harder than I thought. You know, maybe you went to the gym a whole bunch and you haven't seen that number on the scale move. And I'm relating these stories to going to the gym and losing weight because I think we've kind of all been in that place, right? We've all set the, I'm going to get healthy goal and failed at it. So thinking this is harder than I thought. And your enthusiasm is, it's kind of starting to wane. Like maybe you're a little bit more tired. You're starting to settle back into your new routines. The kids are back at school and work has started to to pile up and your calendar starting to get full again. And you're like, oh. and it's so easy to start to fall back into your old patterns. Stage number seven is the big one. This is like all like red lights are flashing, alert, 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 alarm bells are going off where it's the denial of the goal and rationalizing why you're not going to hit it. So this is the, you know what? I really, really wanted that career path promotion or I really, really wanted to hit that sales goal or I really, really wanted to increase my income. But you know what? And this is where we start to tell ourselves lies. Like, you know what? My kids are only little ones. And so I'm going to be a very present mom and spend the time with them instead of putting my career first. You know, you can say it's God first, family second, career third. And then you start to look at, you you like try to convince yourself that you didn't really want to achieve that goal anyway. It's like, well, you know, if I get there, it's just, it's going to take me away from my family. And I'm just, you know, I don't, I just don't want that stress. And it's not as glamorous as I thought it was going to be when I hit that career path goal. 
and you start to make up these stories, like this is where the lies start that you tell yourself that you will start to believe because it got hard. It got tough. You started to hit a wall. It's like you have reached that fork in the road where you have a choice. Are you going to push through? And are you going to change your life? And are you going to make the decisions that need to be made? Are you going to do those hard things? Are you going to make those tough calls? Are you going to find a way to have a new normal? Or are you going to quit again? Are you going to give up again? Are you going to settle for the status quo? Then you move into stage eight, which is just complete paralysis and you do nothing. You do nothing. It's because you're having this battle in your mind where you're beating yourself up for falling off the wagon, but you also still kind of maybe want that goal, but you're still trying to talk yourself out of it. So you do nothing. You don't move forward. You don't move backwards. You're just completely frozen. But then you have a choice. There's so many people, especially in my line of work, that get to this frozen part. They do nothing. They retreat. They coil back. They stop returning phone calls. They don't want to be mentored. They do nothing. But here's what you have to do if you find yourself in that stage. You have to move to stage nine, which is recommitment. And that's when you're going to get that goal poster out. And you're really going to look at it. And you are going to take yourself back to that place where you were on January 1st when you were so excited. And you know what? It's not going to be easy. On days where it is just suck town, you are not going to want to look at that goal poster and remind yourself of all the great, wonderful hopes and dreams that you have that you're currently sucking at. But that's when it's so important. You have to look at it longer. You have to visualize visualize longer. You have to work harder to overcome your emotions and all the tricks that your mind is playing on you and all those negative thoughts and all those crappy stories that you're telling yourself and say, you know what? I really do want these goals. Like these goals are great. These things that I vision envision for my life is exactly what I need. I do want to be successful. I do want to make changes. I do want a better life for myself and for my family. I want to be proud of the effort that I put in. And these goals can really make a difference in my life and my family's life. And you know what? I I do want this. And you kind of like get back on the wagon. And then stage 10 of a goal is I did it. I hit it. You know, it's that thrill, that achievement. You won, you helped others, you hit that income goal, you changed your family's life. But here's the thing. It's not a linear progression. It's not like you go from step one to step two to step three, and then then it gets hard, and then you recommit, and then all of a sudden you hit the goal. That's not how it works. You can go up and down on this ladder a million times. You can get the whole way to step five and then fall back to step two. You can get to that paralysis stage a hundred times before you finally push through and get to recommitment. You can get to recommitment and think that you've gone through all of the crap and then pretty soon again, you're having another shaky beginning and you're back at number four. So there's no clear cut way to know when you have done all that you can do and that success and that goal is right around the corner. But what I do know from mentoring hundreds of probably thousands at this point of women over the course of my 20-year career is that most of the time when people quit, their success was right around the corner. It pains me so much when I see people quit or give up too easily, but it also pains me to see when people have done the work, they have the grit, they've put the elbow grease into it, they've overcome so much and then they quit because it got too hard. 
And you have to remember that it's not just about hitting the goal. It's who you become in the process. It is the lessons that you learn having to recommit over and over and over and over. It's the skills that you hone from having those shaky beginnings and having to adjust and tweak and adjust and tweak. And even me, 20 years later, I go through this st- these stages of goal setting and this emotional cycle all the time, every year. But here's the difference. The first time you go through it is the hardest. And when I was brand new in my business, like I stayed in that paralysis and denial phase, that like seven and eight step phase for years, years, no joke, years, <laughs> where now that I'm aware of it and I know how it works and I know how I work and I know how to get myself motivated when I need to. And I can recognize the signs of like trouble coming down the corridor and I need to like really focus on keeping my head screwed on straight. I can go through this cycle in a day. I can speed it up really quickly. I don't wallow in the emotion and I don't get all in my head and I don't do all of that anymore. But that's because of the experience of going through these emotional stages of goal setting over and over and over and over and, you know, getting really close and falling back and missing a goal and having to start all over. And as a seasoned business owner, I know now that that was the biggest blessing. I always say that it's really easy for somebody to stand on a mountaintop as a winner. That's the easiest thing to do. Stage 10 is the easiest. The, I hit it, I did it, I'm here. And that's usually the very public part when people see you hit a goal, but they don't see all that went into you getting there. They don't see that climb. They don't see you climb up that mountain and fall back down. But my biggest lessons and the things that have built me as a business owner and as a leader have been the valleys. Anybody can stand on the mountaintop, but it's the people that learn to embrace the valley as much as they do the mountaintop that will hit the goal faster, will become a better person. And most importantly too, I think at least, is to become a better leader so that it's once you hit the goal, you can reach back and help the people behind you and help bring them up and make it easier for them and mentor them and help them so that we all win together. So Where are you right now in those 10 stages of goal setting? Remember that you are here on the mall map. Where are you right now? And find comfort in knowing that whatever I said in any one of these 10 phases, wherever you are, it is very normal. It doesn't mean that you suck. It doesn't mean that you set bad goals. It doesn't mean that you don't deserve it. It doesn't mean that you should go coil away and do something else. It just means that you're normal and you're growing in the process. And if you learn to love every single step as much as we love step number 10 of hitting the goal, it makes that goal so much sweeter. So if you love today's episode, I would love if you could screenshot it, share it on your social media and tag me, send me a DM or tag me in your stories and let me know like what stage are you in? What number are you in right now? So I will tell you for me right now, I am in stage five of my new year goals. Okay. I'm in the, I can see it happening. I'm excited, but I know that I'm kind of transitioning into the number six of this is harder than I thought because I was not anticipating being sick for well over a week. (laughs) 
So where are you in the 10 stages? Please share with me. I would love to know. And I really, really encourage you again, if you haven't done that action board, that goal poster, that vision board, and you haven't listened to two episodes back, go do that. Because having that in front of you is so key to helping you move through these 10 stages of goal setting so much faster. And I promise you, that when you use it and you make one properly, it will help these stages be all the more sweeter. So thank you guys for tuning in for another episode of The Chick Show and for sticking around with my sick, horrible voice this week. <laughs> we will back be back here next Tuesday for another episode. We're so grateful for our listeners. We'll see you next week. Bye, everyone. <laughs>